Well, Del Boy Chisora called it war, and for him, it probably was a boxing war. For other people, they thought that this Parker versus Chisora second fight, the first one was um, a split decision, they thought that maybe there was very little reason for it. There was a belt on the um, on the line, um, Parker's WBO Intercontinental Heavyweight title, but it wasn't about that boxing. And I explain this in a far more coherent way, because it's the written word, on Sports Obsessive in the piece that's just been published there. But, you know, Chisora is 37. Parker has never really ascended to the heights that people thought he would. And his time to do that may have gone. People were wondering, well, why are they fighting? It's not about the belt, this, actually. They're fighting because... It's not all about boxing. It's actually about Derek Chisora and his ability to put bums and butts on seats. He's great behind the mic. He's great as a personality. He's great as a boxing character. And he continued that here. So, you know, it was at the MEN, the MEN now the AO Arena in Manchester. It looked, it looked to be full. It was a DAZN fight. And I'm sick and tired of people saying, oh, DAZN, I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure about them. They produce a lot of product. They're kind of newcomers to the boxing world. They provide um, subscribers with a different way of watching boxing. I'm a subscriber. They produce a load of stuff. And sometimes people are sniffy because, oh, well, a lot of it's European. I suspect. I detect that. I like it, but then I happen to be a European, even if I live in the UK. This fight, though, was one people wanted. Maybe not in the US, but certainly in the UK. And that crowd was big and with a big fight feel. All we needed now is for the fight to be good. And it was. Yeah, Parker, who was £10 heavier than when he last fought Chisora. Chisora was, he looked to be, a bit leaner than he had been, maybe to aid his movement. But Parker, it was said afterwards, was sort of more like the Parker of his pomp. Better movement, better shot selection, and sort of more business, more busyness and more business. I mean, the, in the, even in the first round, Parker looked dangerous. He hit Chisora with a, a left hook that hit him on the button. Then Chisora backed in the second round, backed Parker up, and they traded. Parker hit a hard uppercut. The uppercut was his go-to punch for the night. More of that in a minute. And at the end of the round, he hit, he hit Chisora with some hard and accurate punches. Now, Chisora, sort of third of the way through the third round, looked worried. He was walking along, wandering along by the ropes, and he looked worried. Why? He had cut the distance. He had had some better movement, letting his hands go a bit. But then he was hit with an uppercut, that punch again, and an overhand right. He struggled, and he did look worried about this. Parker, though, did two things rushed in and smothered his own work and then literally backed off to allow Derek Chisora to get back in the round.
Derek Chisora does not need even half the chance to walk forward and continue. The man is thought of as a durable warrior. Do not let him get his confidence back, Joseph Parker. He did. Good round, though. In the next round, Chisora, maybe continuing that confidence, came out with some jabs. Parker was leaning on him on the ropes, almost as if he thought, if I keep leaning on you, something will open up to work on the inside. Magically, open sesame. But then he hit a right uppercut, there's that word again, and it made Chisora buckle. He reached out for the ropes, leant against the ropes, and there was a count. He was counted. But then he did that thing of, which he did several times in this, in this fight, spoiler alert, of when being knocked down, walk into a neutral corner as if to say, I'm backed into the corner here, literally. What shall I do for the rest of this round? Fight back. And he did. He smacked punches back in, in this fourth round, bringing the crowd to their feet. In the next round, the uppercut yet again. I, I think that um, that Delboy was looking for a, or he thought there might be a punch over the, over the top. He bent at the waist, straight into an uppercut. That looked really Really brutal, actually. In the middle of this match, of this fight, Parker started to look a bit tired. He was still landing some good punches. In the sixth, a lovely two-punch combo, a jab to a right hand. And then, with ten seconds to go, a really sweet right hand over the top from Parker. But he did look quite knackered, actually. The next round was close. Well, it showed actually with the stats that they were really close on punches landed even though it looked it seemed as though Parker was by far the busier fighter and by far the more effective fighter then he hit a one-two and a right uppercut that word again and Chisora sank to his knees went to that corner again and what did he do shipped an uppercut but then fought back and he actually had Parker in trouble. This happened again in the eighth. Straight right, setting up the uppercut. How many more times? Come on, Derek, you know it's coming. And Derek had to lean back and hold on to the ropes. Howard Foster, the referee, counted again. In the ninth, Foster was looking at Chisora as if to say, are you sure you want to continue? He was taking punches, not bringing anything back, but then he fought out again. He had Parker worried again, and they traded in the 12th. It wasn't. Some people have been angry about the scorecards, which were 14-12, 15-10, 15-11. Should have been wider, apparently. Well, I thought that Chisora looked quite busy, and I thought he did have... Parker worried a few times. But this wasn't about that. Parker was bound to win. He showed his boxing acumen. He showed his movement was good. He showed he could really sit down on those tough, hard, brutal punches. And he showed he was accurate. He did everything he was supposed to do. Chisora was not going to be knocked out or got out of there. He's a warrior. That's what people said afterwards. Now, Parker may go on, as Eddie Hearn has said, 
and um, fight an eliminator for a title shot, she's all right, what will he do? Well, he's not really after belts. And he doesn't need belts to get up for fights. He does sell tickets. So you could see him continuing to fight strong, tough heavyweights. And I don't think he should. He took an awful lot of punishment here. And he has done that throughout his career. It might be time to hang those gloves up. This would be a good match to do it. He lost, but his reputation as a tough, strong, popular heavyweight was burnished here. And if he's got any sense, that's the wrong phrase. If he thinks of his career and what he could do behind the mic in a commentary situation, he should think about retiring. Because he's certainly given the sport of boxing something very, very special. Ta-ta.